So before I would read the notes and watch the videos, then do the questions, go through the questions, do some simulations, and that was my process. Then mm -hmm. when I started using a super fast review, I changed it. I started by reading the notes that came with the pack with the bundles because I found the notes to be brief and to the point. You know, yeah. then by the time I go on and read and listen and read the Rogers topic video, I yeah. knew what to expect, you know, yeah. and then I go to the questions and all that. But in addition to that, I think this, it's the five questions the that quiz. you have. Oh my, those ones, that's <laughs> the first thing. I think that should be the thing that should be on top of your marketing like i'm gonna give you a mini quiz and the mini quiz will not be on the topic you have studied that day it stretches your brain to like jump around between topics and that really yeah. helped yeah yeah i i appreciate you saying that because you know sometimes we'll get emails and they'll be like i wish in your quizzes i could choose the specific topics and i'm always like okay no you don't like trust me for what this is, as you're going about your day, this is how this is supposed to work. Just trust me. And, and then the people <laughs> who use it like that yeah, get the result, you know, like you're sitting here now, you're done with your CPA. I'm actually one of the people. <laughs> I'm actually one of the people who wrote to you. I, I wrote to you and asked specifically, oh, you did? why can't I? I did. And you responded the same way you've just explained to that me. That is funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, that is funny. <laughs> So you use the quizzes a lot then, just all through your day? Whenever. A lot. A lot. Um, in between meetings. Welcome to episode 71 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Patricia. Patricia is one of our customers. She's now a CPA. She was originally a CPA in Kenya. She moved here to the U.S., I believe she worked for around 10 years before deciding I want to get the US CPA. And so what you will hear is her story of going through that process. In the beginning, of course, like for most people, she underestimated the exams. They ended up being a lot harder than she thought. Not so much the difficulty on test day, but the amount of material. And of course, it's the daily grind that makes the CPA exams so hard. It's not really the test day experience. It's the months and months of preparation and the daily dedication that it takes to get to the point where you can get a passing score on test day. I really enjoyed hearing Patricia's story and her experience getting the CPA and passing her CPA exams. I think you will too. But before we get into the interview, I just want to mention three things. So first, if this is the first interview or podcast or YouTube video you've come across from Superfast CPA, the best place for you to start is by watching one of our free study training webinars because you'll get a cohesive overview of our study approach and how to use your review course much more effectively, much more efficiently. What I always say about these trainings is this is one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration from having to go through the trial and error process and try to figure this stuff out on your own. So you can sign up for one of those free one hour trainings, either through the link that will be down in the description if you're on YouTube, or 
you can go to our main website at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. The second thing is to enter our podcast giveaway. So at the end of this month, whatever month you're hearing this in, at the end of each month, we will just do a drawing, three random names or entries. It's based on your email address, basically, for three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones. So you can enter that giveaway at superfastcpa.com slash enter, or again, that link will be down in the description or in the show notes of this episode page. Again, this is episode 71, or there should be a clickable link in the actual description of this episode if you're viewing it in something like Apple Podcasts on your iPhone. And then the third thing is to make sure to subscribe on YouTube and or to the podcast so that you don't miss future episodes. My big My other big claim about our free resources is that these episodes, these interviews are the most helpful free resource available anywhere as far as helping you improve your own study process. And uh, that should logically make sense. You just get to hear the entirety of people's experience going through the four exams from the beginning, the struggles they go through, the things they dealt with that they had to overcome, their breakthroughs. They are realizations about mistakes they were making that they didn't realize. Just the full story. These are insanely valuable for you trying to put together a successful study process. And again, in conjunction with our study strategies that you can learn on those free trainings, these will save you a ton of time by avoiding having to make these mistakes on your own. So with that being said, let's get into the interview with Patricia. Well, you're done with all four, right? Yes, I am. Cool. And when did you finish your fourth one? Was that just recently or has it been a while? Just recently in April. April is when I, is when I sat for my BEC. That was my last one. So I started awesome. out with far. Yeah. Cool. Well, congratulations okay. on being done with your CPA. That's awesome. Thank you. So uh, where, where are you located? You're on the East Coast. Oh, whoops. Yeah, East Coast in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And uh, or how did you kind of get into accounting? How did you get started down the CPA path? How did that all start for you? Uh, so I'm, I'm from Kenya. That's in East Africa. And yeah, awesome. So in Kenya, um, I'm a CPA back in Kenya. And okay. when I immigrated to the United States in 2009, I thought it would just be a simple process because, you know, <laughs> we are using yeah. international accounting standards and all that. But shock on me, things were different. So life happened. Ten yeah. years later is when I came in. And um, I, really, I think my turning point was when I turned 40. And I was kind of at that point of thinking, okay, what do I want to do for the next 15 years or something while still on active, you know, uh, job market? So I said, okay, let me get in and do my CPA. And that's where my journey began. Cool. So when you came over here, did you get a job just in counting somewhere? And then you just realized you had to... It had to be the U.S. CPA if you wanted to, like, be a CPA here. Like, you could work in accounting, obviously, but... Right. Yeah. You just... Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. And during so, that time, I did a master's in accounting too. So it prepped me. Oh, you did? Gave me the proper, uh, the correct, the number of hours for my CPA. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask mm-hmm. that if, uh, so your your bachelor's from Kenya was, was fine and you just had to add on the master's? Yes. And okay. the funny thing is when I sent my CPA credentials to uh, the organization that was evaluating, you know, the, they do an evaluation to see how it matches with the U.S. education. And it came back as equivalent to an associate degree. And I said, probably I needed to give them more information if at all I really was focused on that. But yeah, that's yeah. what I got up front. Yeah. But it, yeah. it did work out. You didn't have to do like a second bachelor's. You just had to do the master's. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Awesome. Okay. So when you decided you're going to get your CPA, where did you start? You know, like, did you just look for review courses online? Just how did you even get started studying? Um, so I looked for review courses online. First, I went, I checked on the boards of accountancy. You know, I looked at, mm-hmm. I went to NASBA, then on to boards of accounting. And my first stop, of course, was Maryland because I live in Maryland. But since they required a different organization to do to evaluate my credentials, I I thought it was too expensive and it would take more time. So luckily, the state of Virginia, they accepted the same organization that did my uh, credentials evaluation. So I oh, okay. jumped on to the state of Virginia. Yeah. Nice. And uh, you just chose a review course and just started doing the lessons? Yeah. So while I was doing my master's, sometimes I would get into YouTube to look for videos and watch things out, uh, you know, to do some research. And Mm -hmm. I stumbled on Rogers. So that's how I ended up with Rogers review course. Yeah. Okay. And and how did it go? And I mean, just how did it go for the first few months or whatever? Like how, just how was the study process when you first started? Oh my, when I first started, I think I, I really didn't grasp the, how much time I needed to put in, how much I needed to study for it. So, um, my first exam, I had scheduled it for July of 2019. A month to my exams obviously dawned on me that I can't do this. It, yes. you know, <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I just, you know, I just decided to show up just to see what happens in the exam. And I failed terribly. I got a 53. (laughs) (laughs) But I wasn't, I was not really down. You know, it didn't hit me so hard because I knew, okay, I have to do this. I've spent a lot of money on the review to start with. So I got to do this. So I planned um, to receipt in December. In December, I followed what everybody does follow, you know, read your notes, watch the videos, sit for the exams. And I think luckily for me, because of my strong knowledge in accounting, I was able to pass accounting. So when it came, I mean far, but when Mm -hmm. it came on to the other units, I immediately recognized that I needed to change my 
my tactic. But that was after getting 374 results. I got Uh-oh. 74 twice in audit and a third time in regulations. And then Man, you came along. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so it was after that, that's when you found found Superfast CPA? Yes. Do you remember what the and first, then, was it like a YouTube ad or do you remember how you found our website? Yeah, it was a YouTube ad and then I followed <laughs> on and there was a longer video on the yeah. process itself. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, okay, I could relate, like, you know, the fact that it's a lot of material, but you have, it's about passing. You just have to concentrate, you know, you don't have to read all the materials. You have to listen, do the questions more and more often, listen to the audios, uh, read the brief notes, and that's what worked for me. And Awesome. Yeah. I th- yeah. Okay, so so you got one of our uh bundles or packages and you started how did how did you actually use the the study tools along with your review course? Well, what was your study process before? And then Yeah. What how did you kind of adapt it to what you were already doing? So before I would read the notes and watch the videos, then do the questions go through the questions, do some simulations, and that was my process. Then mm-hmm. when I started using a super fast review, I changed it. I started by reading the notes that came with the pack, with the bundles because I found the notes to be brief and to the point, you know. Yeah. Then by the time I go on and read and listen and read the Rogers package, I mean, a subject topic video, I yeah. knew what to expect, you know? Yeah. And then I go to the questions and all that. But in addition to that, I think this, it's the five questions or the little batches the that you have. Oh my, those ones, that's <laughs> the first thing. That, I think that should be the thing that should be on top of your marketing. Like, I'm going to give you a mini quiz and the mini quiz will not be on the topic you have studied that day. You will yeah. not select and say, today I want to read on individual taxes. And no, it's going to cover everything. Mm-hmm. And that really yeah. helped. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, I, I appreciate you saying that because that's one thing that's hard to get people to uh you know, sometimes we'll get emails and they'll be like, I wish in your quizzes I could choose the specific topics. And I'm always like, okay, no, you don't. Like, trust me, for what this is, as you're going about your day, you two taps and you're already taking a quiz. You don't have to mess around with a bunch of options. And yeah. it it stretches your brain to like jump around between topics. Like, it's just, yeah, this is how this is how this is supposed to work. Like, just trust me. And and then the people who use it like that <laughs> yeah. get the result, you know, like you're sitting here now, you're done with your CPA. Like, yeah. So um, I'm actually I, I one of the people. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually one of the people who wrote to you. I, I wrote to you and asked specifically, oh, you did? why can't I? I did. And you responded the same way you've just explained to that me. That is funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you listened. Yeah. Or, or at least mm-hmm. at least gave it a try and then realized like, OK, this actually does. Yeah, or it is really effective. That's mm-hmm. funny because normally before I get on a call, I'll check my emails to see if I've ever like if we've actually ever written emails back and forth. And oh, I just yeah, because the babysitter's not here, I <laughs> didn't do that. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So you use the quizzes a lot then, just all through your day, whatever. A lot, a lot. Um, in between meetings, I'm done with a meeting and. I have it on my phone. Even after passing the CPA, I would look at my phone and feel like I'm missing something. And it it helped. It helped, yeah. And thank yeah. you. Thank you so much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I'm glad they could help. And uh, did did you get our pro videos as well? Like the strategy videos? Did you go in and watch those? Oh, or- yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What were like the top two or three differences that you learned from those videos that really helped you when you kind of changed your study process? Um, there was a video you did on Deep Work by Newport, somebody about, oh, yeah. you know, Cal Newport. Having yep. cons- that really helped. I'd read the book before, but now mm. putting it into the study, you know, adapting it to my study, I knew, yeah. okay, I needed to put in, I mean, set a, set at least one and a half hours in the morning or something like that. So I knew yeah. I needed some deep work. And there was also the video on writing short notes or, or you know, um, the cards. But flash I was cards. not very good, flashcards, I was not very good with the flashcards because it requires you to organize them at mm-hmm. least to be able so that if I need to pick them up, I can. So I tried it, but it didn't work for me. The notes worked for me. So for all the sections, I have a notebook specifically for regulations, for audit. And yeah, Yeah. it did work. Yeah, it's not not necessarily, you know, about like the flashcards. It's more just in some way you are writing things out that you struggle to understand and you're writing them in your Mm -hmm. own words. So it doesn't really matter if it's notes or people have different ways of doing it, but... But that process is, that's how it's, you know, it's easy to read an explanation and think, okay, yeah, I understand that. But then if you Mm -hmm. see it slightly differently later on the test, it can throw you off. But if you've written it out in your own words, it's It's, it's much more likely that you really understand it. You really, yeah. And then you can also remember to go back to it and maybe add on something to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you mentioned, so... You would do your main study session in the morning, like before work, yeah. before anything else? Mm-hmm. I would do that. Yeah. So I am a mother of three. So I have three children. Mm. And you can imagine with COVID, dealing with homeschooling. Um, oh, my, my gosh. Company that was a had complete just nightmare. Been... <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> did that with our kindergartner. It was... <laughs> yeah. Gee, you did it with three kids, <laughs> three kids online school? Uh, two kids online school. The Elder one is in high school, I mean, college. So it was okay. Sometimes you could help, but yeah, there's only so much you can get help from. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. So at that point, I knew okay, if I don't work or study before they wake up, I, there's no other time I can study. Yeah. So I would study in the morning and do maybe an hour after they go to bed. 
Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work, but but it's like you said, you you have to create a routine that you can just yeah, and you get used to it so that it happens every day. If if you're inconsistent and you only study every few days, it's just really hard for this to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And another thing was on the audio notes, I would listen to mm. it every time in the car. At some point, my kids were asking, is this the only thing we're going to listen to in the car? <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad for because... your kids. They had to listen to that. <laughs> but it That's was funny. fun. It, yeah, it was. It was the only, even when I'm driving to do an exam, I would be listening, listening to audio notes because sometimes something, you could pick up just something and you yep. never know. Yeah. Right. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like when you, uh, when you watch a movie five times, like you see little, little yep. different things every single time you watch it, even if you've seen it five times. And then it yep. also just, mm-hmm. it also just keeps helping you. It makes it mm-hmm. gets it deeper into your memory, and you keep kind yeah. of making connections you hadn't made before. So it's mm-hmm. just that ongoing repeat, hitting the same stuff over and over and over, is uh, yeah. gets boring. But that really is like the key to not right. having to worry yeah. about retention on test day. So we talked about your your morning routine, and then throughout the day, you already said this. You would do the quizzes, and did you did you read mm-hmm. the review notes? Or how did you use the review notes or did you mostly use the quizzes and the audios? I would read the review notes before I list because the materials that came with my um, my main review package was a lot. <laughs> so yeah. I printed the review notes and did, you know, spiral binding on it. So I would read oh, the okay. review notes before I start the topic. So then I know where I'm getting into. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Actually, I think we added that to the pro videos, like re- yeah. read the section in the review notes so you get a big picture mm-hmm. overview. And then the yeah. other way is just just basically work your way through them, uh, doing exactly. the mini sessions just over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And then what was your process for, did you study differently on the weekends or how did you use your weekend study time compared to like weekdays? With kids, I didn't really... I was not, I didn't have four hours to study. The most yeah. I could get was maybe two hours with little <laughs> chunks in between. You know how it is. Yep. So early morning, yes. And then uh, during the day, I just squeezed in, squeeze in an hour or two like that and late in the evening. So I didn't have the privilege of having a full eight hour to study. Yeah. No. I, and I'm I'm glad I didn't have that. Because at least then I knew during the day I would pick in one thing or another, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I had my dining table always had my whatever I was studying for at that time. And my kids knew that once I sit there, yeah, the the elder two knew that, but my youngest (laughs) if she was awake with (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you can't tell them anything. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what you have to do. Yeah. When you studied for FAR or uh, when you, when you failed, uh, what was it, audit a couple of times? Yeah. Um, were you still doing, were you still studying in the mornings then? 
or was your study routine different at that point? Um, to be honest, I think I used to study more when before I learned how to, you know, to go about the strategies. Yeah. So either I used to study more, I, would, I used to think more, I would, I would spend more time thinking about studying before to mm -hmm. an extent that I felt tired. But it's it's funny. I think once you pass a section, like the moment I passed auditing, then after that, I was able to pass the others within. So I passed, I sat for auditing. Um, I'm looking, sorry, I'm looking at the dates when I, no, I sat yeah, for them. No <laughs> so yeah. I finally passed auditing when I sat for it on November 30th. And then regulations, I sat for it January 23rd and I passed. And then April 20th, I passed. BC. So you see, that was a very short time to pass the yep. three papers, and yet I spent so much. So it's yeah, you can you st you have to work, work, work until you get the once it clicks, it's yep. you're gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I tell people is like you, like okay, watch watch the pro videos and then yeah watching the videos is one thing it's like learning to ride a bike you can't learn to ride mm -hmm. a bike from watching a video so you see how to do it then you implement yeah. it and you're you're trying to get to like the two or three week mark and it will click mm -hmm. and you just you know yeah. how to study you know how to break down lessons like mm -hmm. make your own notes effectively and once you do that like you said it's uh if someone's really struggling with the study process even if they're spending a lot of time but they kind of know that it's not really working, then it's mm -hmm. like just you're stressed out all the time because you're always thinking about it, worrying about it. But once your mm -hmm. process is nailed down and, and you know when you spend a couple hours studying, you're actually making progress, then when you do that each day, then you can kind of not, once you get your study session done, not worry yeah. about it the rest of the day. That's and so true. it's just a lot easier mentally once you get your study process figured out. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. So the weekends and then how did you use practice simulations in your study routine? Did you use them a lot or not really? Or when did you use those? Um, I, I liked to use them right after not, maybe I do a question or two after I study a topic mm -hmm. and then I'll do one simulation, but I, I think the review courses really don't have a proper way of either grading the uh, the simulation or, or that because if you go by whether you've you've got it right or not, it kind of discourages you. But yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> but uh, I think when exams, I found it easier to do them when exams were when I was close to sitting for the exams. Then that mm -hmm. way I would be checking off and saying, oh, it's because of this, you know, and you tie the knots together and it's, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a good way of doing it. It's, uh, and, and I agree. I mean, I, that's in the, the one pro video on practice simulations. It's, it's really yeah. not that beneficial to sit there and fill them mm -hmm. out and make sure you're getting a hundred on all of them. It's a lot more beneficial to kind of deconstruct them. Like. Yeah. 
figure out the pieces like why why is this piece or because right. then because on test day it, they're going to they're going to be way different than the practice mm-hmm. sims in your review course so it's more beneficial to try and understand the kind of like the why behind yeah, simulations exactly. right yeah. yeah so what would you do in the last few days before an exam uh your final review or whatever you want to call it how would you do that? Um, I would now go to the re- short review notes and then... Our review I, notes, you mean? Yes. The ones you printed out? Okay. Yes, the ones I printed out and now do questions. So I would start with just one topic, do the questions on that particular topic on Rogers, and then I keep adding on as I go... But I don't, if if I say I'm studying one topic, that would be for one day. I don't say, I don't put it like one week because you don't have that kind of thing. So in yeah. a day, I would do that. And then I keep adding on until to a point where I'm selecting all the topics and, you know, yeah, answer the questions. But I think really it's always about you do the questions here. Yeah. You get it right. You ask yourself, did I know it? That's why I got yeah. it right. Or did I guess? If you guessed, go look and see the explanation. What what was the reason? Or what yeah. what is yeah. And it's and the reason why we do the questions over and over. Because coming from in Kenya, in my throughout college and all that, I never did multiple choice questions. We only, oh, really? I think I left multiple choice questions in elementary school. Okay. After that, we were doing either describing or what, not, no multiple choice questions. So I had to relearn them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, all American school is basically all it is, is multiple choice. Like, yeah. I mean, every quiz, every test, essentially. A- anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize there was, I mean, it's, it's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like you said, uh, well, and what I always tell people is answering exam questions, you know, there's knowing the material and then there's right. like the skill of answering questions. You can, you can get <laughs> good at questions themselves. You, you mm-hmm. just learn to recognize patterns like you, you. If you spend a lot of time with questions, you just pick up on, okay, I know what they're really like. I know what they're getting at here. I know what they're wanting me to, or, you know, it just, there's like the two sides to doing well on exams. And then did doing the daily sets of questions, did that help you with time management on exam day? It's like you were finishing the MCQs pretty quickly. So you had a lot of time for the Sims. Yes, I did. And, um. So what happens with the small quizzes you have on the app? Um, some of the questions, they, when you look at them, they look like they are repeated questions, but they are not because they are asking different. Yeah. So I quickly learned, yeah. I think from doing the questions over and over again, I knew that you have to read through the question and then answer yeah. it. And it really helped. It helped with answering the MCQ questions. And, yeah. 
I think when, if we are left to study by ourselves, we think that the examiner will be coming for the hard stuff, you know, like right. the student. But it's not that. It, the little things here and there that you have to check off and then go. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's such a good point. I mean, so I took FAR once and then failed it. And when I was sitting there yeah. looking at it in person, that was the main realization I had was like, okay, I spent all my time basically on my last few weeks on like the hardest mm -hmm. topics. Yeah. And so I narrowed my studying down to like five topics and it obviously mm -hmm. tests you on like 200 topics. I would see all these questions that were like so easy, but they were asking a very specific yeah. thing and I just could not remember it because yeah. I hadn't. So, so that was the direct mm -hmm. idea I had was like, okay, there's moving through the new lessons, but then I'm going to yeah. spend part of every day constantly re-reviewing everything I've already been through. And uh, yeah. that was just like, just the key. And so mm -hmm. that's like what our whole thing is based on. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, we've kind of gone through everything. The one thing I always ask is if you had, or if, if you were going to give your top, like two or three tips to somebody who's struggling with the study process, trying to get this figured out, what would your top two or three tips be? My first one would be, the mind is a very powerful tool. I think you have to approach it fully. You're there fully and you tell yourself, I'm going to pass this. I will make it. Mm -hmm. And you might fail. Not once, not twice, not... You might fail, but go back to asking yourself why you went to do it in the first place. Yep. Right. Then the second one would be consistency. Just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And the third one is, it's not a lifetime thing. It's a short time, very short time. Sometimes even less than a year or two years, it is short. Just do it and get on with your life. Yeah, exactly. And it's worth it. Yeah. I got my license mm -hmm. in me, so I am, I feel I'm, I'm, Eventually trying, I know, ripping the benefits of having the license. The title, it's good. It feels good. You know, yeah. uh, I think I had it on my vision board sometime back, beginning of 2019, where I wrote my name, uh, comma, and CPA. It's come to pass. Yeah. So um, my plan is to use, to use the title for any, you know, um, currently studying QuickBooks Pro so that I can start supporting small businesses. Mm. Then we nice. see how it goes from there. Yeah. 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 You no, know, it is. It's a, it's a big deal to, to have that behind your name. I mean, like if you're in accounting, yeah. that's kind of what it's all about is yeah. Getting the CPA. Yeah. So, but yeah, congrats again. I mean, that's awesome. Thank uh, you. And the fact that you had to do it twice basically you're a kenyan cpa mm -hmm. and then now an american yeah. cpa that's really oh, cool yes you thank you okay so that was the interview with patricia i'm sure you found that very helpful and inspiring motivating all the above and of course we talked through tactically a lot of very specific 
study strategies. So if you found this episode helpful, take a second and share it with someone you know, whether it's a friend or a classmate or a colleague who's also working on their CPA exams. Tell them about the podcast, send them a link so that they can subscribe and listen to some of these interviews. And again, if you want the deeper dive into our full cohesive study framework approach, you can learn that on those free study training webinars. Just go to superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. So thank you for listening or watching, and we will see you on the next episode.